Well, hello again, Polyam fam. Welcome back to the Hot Tub Poly Talk. I'm Bella Marie. And I'm Joshua Monsada. Oh, this hot tub's nice and warm on a cold night. It is. It's nice and foggy out, too. Yeah. I like it. Last night was super clear skies. We almost did episode three last night. Had technical difficulties. <laughs> Spoke the whole episode out. The record didn't record. <laughs> That was fun, but that's okay. This will be a better episode anyway. This will be our official episode three. Welcome. What are we talking about tonight? Getting it on. Let's get it on. Let's talk about who we want to get it on with. So let's talk about connections. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to start with, so this, today's Friday. No, today's Saturday, January 26th. Yep. Um, and this past Monday, almost a week ago now, we had a poly social meetup yep. in public at a bar that opened up specifically for us. And we noticed how nice it is to go to an event or to be out in public to not only maybe have one partner there, but have two partners and potential interests and not worry about your partner seeing you possibly flirt with somebody else. Right. Okay, that's perfect. We could talk about that all night long, or <laughs> just for the next few minutes. So we went there. You and I went there. Uh, my other partner lives up north, so she didn't get to be there. Sadness. She's about how many hours away? Too many. Too many hours. She is officially too many hours away. But there's a girl there who I am absolutely attracted to crushing on so cute uh, okay <laughs> and uh and you know she comes to the event and it, it was nice to see her oh and i got to give her pl some attention she was there with her boyfriend mm -hmm. so while i felt comfortable with you my partner watching me giving her some hugs or whispering in her ear knowing that I wasn't going to have some overreaction explosive type right drama about it but then wondering what this person's partner felt right or how do, how do you even approach that maybe without being too weird like do you talk to him or do you expect her to talk to him and say hey there's potential interest here FYI this might happen because I know we do that a lot we um, what do we call it preload it we preload before going into an event and discuss all the possibilities this might right. happen how do you feel about that right and then you know when you get the chance to preload in that manner it makes whatever interaction happen easier to deal with or or you look forward to it or you know I right, you build excitement and you know what to expect. Right. But then you don't get the chance to talk. Like in this scenario, I wasn't entirely sure that she was going to be there. Mm -hmm. So when she did show up, it was exciting. I didn't know who, if anyone, she was going to bring. I knew she was bringing her girlfriend. Right. And I know that her girlfriend is totally cool. Uh, they're just both totally cool people. Right. 
And that she's totally cool with you. Right. But I didn't know how this fella would act. So it was it was this careful game of like, is this acceptable, is this not? It was a crowded environment. And then, and then because of the fact that we're not dating or we're not potentially dating, we're just getting to know each other, having that conversation is kind of weird. Like, typically... Having the conversation with her or with him? With him. So the partner of someone you might be interested in. Yeah. Or even the person you might be interested in. Yeah. And then, and then how do you go about doing that? Generally, I do preloading in any relationship configuration, right? Mm-hmm. So the partner that's too many miles away, I made sure to talk to her husband. Right. I made sure that nothing went forward without her husband's uh, acceptance. Knowledge. Uh, knowledge. And that's all because it was building up through the course of time. That was a loud one. There's a loud one. <laughs> He's in a hurry. So for those of you who may not know, our hot tub is outdoors behind our home in our yard. With beautiful scenery of giant pine trees and beautiful stars and sky. Or fog. However, there's a wall. There's a wall and on the other side of the wall, it's a pretty busy building or road. Road, <laughs> yep. Lots of street traffic. <laughs> So you're going to hear us in the hot tub, and you're going to hear the people driving by. (laughs) But this is a great place and a great way to podcast these fun episodes. Yeah. For those who, maybe you're just jumping in here on episode three, we often like to just chit-chat in our hot tub, and we reflect on things, and we get silly, and have a good time, and we're like, you know, some of our discussions are, are legit things that other people might need or want to know, so... We just thought we'd start recording and share some of our experiences here while we chit-chat in the hot tub. Right. So, so back back to the event. Back to the event. So given that kind of long, drawn-out scenario, how would you prefer it happened? Like, if I was the interest and I had a boyfriend, how would I prefer you approach me or something like that? Right. I, because I'm so out in the open and transparent about everything... I don't get shy easily. So for me, I think I'd rather you come up to the table and be like, hey guys, welcome to the event, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just be friendly, regular self. And then as you sit down and just talk with us, maybe then, you know, express, hey, do you mind if I take her out for a minute? Like, something like that. Just out in the open for me. Okay, that's cool. You know, I'm also all on board with you and the interest, which is me in this case, having a discussion about it ahead of time. And I'd be perfectly fine to talk to my current partner and be like, hey, there's a guy there that we both kind of share this weird chemistry and interest. I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm okay if he comes up and hugs on me and kisses on me. It's okay. Okay. So that way I let him know that I've given consent. Right, right. That's a pretty good way of going about it. And I like that. I I do do know that this love interest of yours is pretty shy, though. So I don't know. Let's not say love interest. Oh. (laughs) Friend with benefits interest? Just person. Person of interest. That sounds like a crime show. The person of interest? That's fine. (laughs) Love is a crime. Love love is a battlefield. And that sometimes. (laughs) 
but yeah, so I'm, you know, I'd say just approach her and privately in your chats. I know you guys talk off fairly often. And I feel like this got into being like a Dr. Ruth thing where ask me, like, ask me for advice. I'm not specifically asking how to do this. <laughs> I'm trying to drum up conversation here because <laughs> <laughs> I figure I mostly got it. Like the other thing with me specifically, yeah. Apparently, I'm a flirt. <laughs> There's no apparently about it. Well, I don't really know that I am, but apparently everyone <laughs> says I am. It is part of your charming, natural personality. So as a flirt, <laughs> I I can walk around the room and be friendly with people and flirty with people and don't think of it like, hey, I'm trying to trying to wedge my way in here and take all the attention or whatever. Right. You're just being friendly. Right. Oh, scratch my back. Scratch my back. Okay, okay. So, so then that's the other situation. So what if we're in a spot where you're there with a partner mm -hmm. and someone who is in the social meetup is just naturally flirty? How do, how do you receive flirts? For me, I would flirt back. <laughs> I would probably, like, if we're sitting on a table and some host of the event comes up to me and is flirting and saying hello and nothing beyond, you know, normal interaction, um, I'd, you know, probably have my hand on my partner's leg while I'm giving the hello flirty attention to the host to make sure they know that I'm still right here with them because we haven't discussed this. This is a brand new random interaction. So I wanna make sure they know that I'm here. I'm not picking up and running off with this person. And after the initial flirty hello interaction leaves, I'd have a discussion with my partner at the table and I'd say, hey, I really like this person. Like I do, I, FYI, I might get my flirt on. I think you're a lot more considerate than I am. I would agree. <laughs> oh, settle down, settle down. I don't, huh, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I think for many relationships, especially in polyamory, um, I was in a position where I wasn't often considered. Okay. Right? So I think I sometimes go over the top in the other direction and I overly consider everyone else around me. So I make sure everyone else is good. So I'm going to make sure he's good and he's good and she's good before it matters what I even want. Right. So I think I overcompensate for the years that I wasn't considered. I want to make sure everyone around me feels considered. I felt like I did that as well. I think you did. Until you just now said. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like. Maybe I'm just an inconsiderate asshole. No, I think you, I think <laughs> I think on Monday you did great. You were perfectly fine. Yeah, I did. It's true. It's true. You were perfect. I yeah, that's <laughs> also true. Oh, my back itches. I think the jet's been on it in the same spot for too long. That could be. <laughs> we'll move over. Let someone else have the jet for a while. All right, here you go, invisible person next to me. Oh. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> So, at an event setting like that, or really any public space, when you're out with your partner, not on a date per se, you're just out together, enjoying time together, 
what if there's someone you have a genuine interest in? Would you have a conversation with your partner then and there and say, hey, I'm going to go hit on this person. I'm going to ask them out. I'm going to see if, if they're interested. Would you do that? I mean, I personally feel like I do. Yeah. Normally I'm like, Bella, Bella, <laughs> that person right there, Bella, <laughs> that person. I like that person. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to that person. And I usually give you a good encouraging pat on the booty. And I'm like, go have at it. Right. Enjoy. Good luck. But that is a good question. How do other people do it? I mean, like, I'm sure that a lot of people that have been in the poly lifestyle for a very long time are used to these methods of communication. Right. But what about the new people? What about, say, they just joined the poly groups on Facebook or wherever, and they've only been in there for a couple of months. They see an event. Uh, they're just opening up their marriage per as an example. Right. And they're like, let's go to this event and let's meet people. Right. What what kind of advice would you want to give these people who are newer to poly on how to navigate in the moment and after the fact? I would say if I was to give them advice right now. Right meow. Right meow. Talk about all the possibilities beforehand. Before you go to this event and you're like, all right, we're opening up. We've been reading along with all these forums and group posts. Um, what do you hope would happen? And what do you think might happen? Great. What, what would your reaction be if I did this? And kind of get a feel for your partner and where they're at. And then agree before the event that if something happens at the event that you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable with, don't make a scene. Yeah, that's super important. Super important. Don't oh, make a scene. man, so important. Um, if you need to pull them outside, you know, there's usually a smoking area. Go out to your car, whatever it is. Um, if something happens and it's huge and you need to talk it out, pull them outside. Take them away to go talk. In a nice way. Don't grab them yeah. and say, come on. <laughs> Get over here. Let them know something, something really bothered you and you need to talk now about it. And then take them out to the car or something and talk it out. But if it's something small, like you're you're watching them, your partner, flirt and interact with somebody else, totally innocent but flirty, and you're you're new and you're not used to seeing that. All right, make a mental note. Open or open a note app on your phone. Jot it down and write down what you're feeling and be like, okay, I'm okay, but I feel this twinge of jealousy or envy or um, fear of missing out or any of these things. I want to talk about this later, but I want to jot down what I'm feeling, what happened right now. Real right quick now. Right now. And to add to that, a quick thought would be, oh, well, I'm going to text it to them so that they know, mm -hmm. so that they can remember to tell me later. I wouldn't suggest that either. No, I wouldn't. Because then they're going to get nervous and scared, potentially. Right. And then the tension's going to build and build. Like, this is something, especially if it's just like a meetup, like what we have. Right. Social in public. you're not going to end up having sex on the pool table or, you know, back alley blowjobs or something. You're more most likely to just have that insecurity, those, those twinge of feelings, not sexual related. And not messaging them right away does a couple of things. First off, it doesn't cause that slight bit of panic in your partner. Second, you don't sit there obsessing like, why haven't they looked at it yet? 
<laughs> Why haven't they responded yet? Their little chat bubble hasn't moved. I don't see They're the inactive. three dots. <laughs> and in third, what it does is it gives you time to really sit with your, your feelings. Like, maybe you just need a moment to process what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. Not just, oh, I'm jealous or, oh, he's prettier than I am or whatever. It gives you a chance to say, why am I jealous or why am I insecure? Oh, that's such a big thing I've learned with polyamory. Right. And then, so much self-reflection. And then, and then take time, maybe not at the event because you're still there to have fun and you're still there to meet people. And you might still meet someone which your partner might see you flirting with and they might have similar right. feelings. Right, right. So do your thing. Have a good time at the event. Yeah. Make friends. Friends first, I always say. Friends first. And then when you get home, see see the temperature. You know, like, is everything okay? Can we talk? How did it go for you? If it's too heated, let's sleep on it and talk tomorrow. Yeah. But when you start trying to talk from a place of anxiety or anger or hurt... Then you're then you're really going to struggle to have a productive conversation. Man, our hot tub poly talk got serious. <laughs> but yeah, those are some great tips for new people to polyamory, just opening up, going to a public social. Okay, so then let's make it a little less serious. <laughs> let's take the social out of it, the real life stuff out of it, mm -hmm. really quick, and say that there's someone you've been flirting with online. Mm -hmm. And then and then where do you go from there? Like, I'm in a Facebook group, and we connect, and we got consent to private message, and we're having some good discussion. Then what? Right. So, I've, I've had people that I communicate with regularly, and yeah. I'll start conversations with people, and, you know, I feel this excitement. Like, oh, it's a new person. It's almost NRE, but not quite. It's like... Pre-NRE. <laughs> like pre-kindergarten. You're not quite in kindergarten yet, but you're almost in kindergarten. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe just not as weird. <laughs> but but you're excited. You're talking with these people. And there might be a little bit of flirting back and forth. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how do you determine when to move forward? I like to meet in person fairly early, so it's a weird balance for me. I have to create a connection. I have There has to be a connection intellectually and emotionally for me, or I won't be attracted to them. They could be the hottest person. They could be a supermodel, hottest person physically in appearance, and if they don't challenge me intellectually and they don't want to talk about deep things, they just want to talk <laughs> deep. Deep. <laughs> They just want to talk surface level daily stuff. I can't connect. And then if I can't connect, I can't flirt. And if I can't flirt, I'm not going to want to meet in person. Okay, so say that those things did happen. Yep. You connected. Yep. You're even flirting some. At, at what point and how do you say, can we take this to real life for a minute? I literally just say, hey, I'm really enjoying these conversations. And I'd like to see if our chemistry continues in person want to get coffee and meet up. I will almost always, for a first-time meet, do a coffee, a Jamba Juice, which I love, or a drink. Why have you never taken me to Jamba Juice? I don't know where there is one locally. We'll have to find it. Maybe tomorrow we'll go get a Jamba Juice. Yeah, we have people over tomorrow. I'll leave you with people, and I'll go find us a Jamba Juice. I think they're only in Portland. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to look. 
Okay, you'll be gone for two hours. <laughs> and in that time, whoever I'm flirting with... Yes. I'm going to get it on. Right. <laughs> but, it, like, I, I'm pretty straightforward. And I want to meet in person. And I do it in a way, like the coffee, jamba, or drink, where it can be short. So if that chemistry doesn't exist in person, there's no spark... You just have the one drink, and you're out, and hey, thanks, I had a really great time. I just don't feel the chemistry, but, you know, good luck. And if it, Oh, go ahead. If it does connect, then you can add to it, hey, this drink was really great, but do you want to head over to the arcade? Like, you can extend it from there, and my flirting, I'm a terrible flirt. Sometimes I don't even know that I'm flirting. My flirting can be anything from, like, a lift of an eyebrow to a cock of my head. It, uh, Cock in your hand. I knew you were going to say cock again because that was a thing. <laughs> but so my flirting is really, it tends to be subtle. I'm not the girl that, you know, sends boob pictures and is real upfront about, hey, do these dirty things to me. Hey, let's get real for a second. <laughs> the first week that you and I started talking a couple years ago. <laughs> You asked me straight out. We haven't met yet. It was not even a week into it. And you're like, what kind of kinks do you have? I don't know how subtle that is. <laughs> I won't go into too much detail. Hi, Mom. Thanks for that. But you're not always subtle. You were a special case in many ways. And you don't count I am, when we're talking true. about regular people I'm not a regular people I, I just know. want all of you to know that I know better than anybody else so you want to go you want to see if there's a real life connection wait we're doing a lot of talking about me what about you I just thought I'd switch the board a little bit what about me how do you get your flirt on and then ask someone out when you've connected online See, the first part is super easy. I could flirt with a brick wall <laughs> and be all right. <laughs> the second part, the asking people out, that's really hard for me. I have personal boundaries and personal understandings on how the dating world is. And, well, I guess I could just be straightforward with this, is that men have a bad reputation in the dating world. Right. And rightfully so, because there's quite a few men who don't understand boundaries or privacy right. or, or subtlety or like anyway class class tact. right so i don't want to be that guy that's like hey we've been talking for 20 minutes here's a picture of my penis <laughs> right in fact the amount of dick pics i've sent in my life i could probably count in one hand right and I was asked for them multiple times before I'm like, okay, well, this is probably okay because I not only got consent, but they're asking me to do it. <laughs> and I keep saying no, and they're like, come on. <laughs> but that's that's not a common thing. Right. And a lot of times, especially like on dating apps or, or personal sites or whatever, guys are just so quick to think that they've got something special in their pants and they've got to show the world. Right. And I don't want to be that guy. I don't like being that guy. And I don't like it when other people are that guy. So when, as far as I'm concerned, and not all guys do that, obviously, because I don't. Uh, so that stands to reason that plenty of guys don't. But the ones that do, 
just mess everything up. Anyway, so I have a hard time with it because I can flirt and I can flirt, you know, I might start by saying some nice things and, and, or they started by flirting and I'm like, well, okay, you know, this person's cute and I can compliment them on this or I can say what I like about them for that. And, what you have in common. Right. And the conversation happens really well and I could talk to someone online for ages. Which Actually, is, I think, why we connected. Because I need that. I need someone to be able to talk online because I'm online all the time. That's fair. And then, so, the asking out part, I really, I really struggle with because I don't like invading people's personal space. I don't like invading privacy. So, a lot of times, I actually just wait for them to ask me. What if you come to a stalemate, to a standstill, then you missed out on an opportunity? I mean, I guess, <laughs> I'm sure that's happened plenty of times. I Ew. know it's happened plenty of times. But I would I would rather miss out on an opportunity than to... Be that guy. Be that guy. And there has been a time or two where I just took a chance. I think I did that with you. Yep. And... But I was also talking to your wife at the time, so... That's true. I think that made it a little bit easier. Right. And I, and I guess I just... I want to make sure that I'm respecting someone's personal space. <laughs> so if there's not a clear indication that it's a good idea, like 100% clear indication, I, I just won't do it. Yeah. So that's, that's how I operate. I just don't operate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, total side note, after we get out of the hot tub tonight, we're going to watch the Netflix special on Ted Bundy. Yes. One of our little side interests is we really like information and documentaries and stories about serial killers. <laughs> Welcome to Hot, hot Tub, tub Poly Talk. So well, we're not weird at all. So, we're going to watch that later. I'm super excited. That's going to be our little Saturday night date night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and Ted Bundy is a perfect example. <laughs> of that guy? Of that guy. <laughs> I don't want to be Ted Bundy. <laughs> or Al Bundy. Or Al Bundy, right. Married with children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good time. But I mean, like... So then it comes to the dates, right? So I want to meet someone... I do plan for like a little dinner thing, maybe a little side thing, just in case. Tell them we can do these if you're interested, mm -hmm. and if like after we get together for a drink or a dinner, you're just not interested, that's totally cool. Like you can opt out anytime. Right. I'm not gonna expect anything because that's also not. Oh, totally I've had cool. those dates too where the guy's pissed when I'm like, nope, sorry, no connection. Right, and I'd much rather that that was happening up front. Like right. if. If I take a girl out and we did great online, but she's like, you know, I don't like the way your face looks because of your scars or whatever. <laughs> she wouldn't say that, but she'd like, well, it sure is getting late. Right. I get it. And that's cool. And you got to make sure that you match. And it's nice to know that early on rather than hope for something more. And then after like six dates, she's like, you know, I really never have been into you. <laughs> I just didn't know how to tell you to piss off. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've been building this emotional connection. Yeah, and you're like, you know, changing your profile status to married on <laughs> Facebook. 
<laughs> You've already named your children. <laughs> no, that's bad. Don't do that. I've never done that either. It was just funny. But I would like, I do like to have a side thing because if you're going to take them out, if you're going to want to go out with somebody, just sitting across eating and staring at a stranger mm-hmm. sometimes is awkward, especially mm-hmm. for me after being shot. I have a difficult time. Future episode to come. Joshua was shot in the face at 13. There. And then there's that. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll plan something a little to the side. I'll, I'll pay attention to what they've been interested in or what we've talked about. And I'll try to plan a little something for that. I won't take anyone to the movie. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to sit in silence next to someone I don't know. Oh, that's the worst. I want to engage. I want to interact. Mini golf. Take them to a, like, if the one of the people that I took out on a date was into Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. and I love that card game so I made sure that the dinner place was right next to a card shop place and we could pop on over if we felt it and we didn't have to if we chose not to Right. so meeting in, in person for like what you said a quick drink or whatever mm-hmm. an appetizer or dinner and then finding another activity that's usually my operation yeah all right. Well, I mean, I think that was pretty good coverage of meeting up and flirting with someone in person around your partner. And how do you flirt and ask someone out online? I think, oh, yeah. I think both situations come up fairly often. And in the polyamorous world, gosh, everyone, you know, on the lookout, I would say. Not everyone is thirsty and desperately looking. But I think majority of people are open to a connection. So Agreed. Agreed. You never know what'll happen. True. So if you have ideas or suggestions on how to date and do all that business, or what you prefer to do, or what you prefer to avoid. Or you just wanna tell us your thoughts on things. Right. You can find us on our Facebook page. It's Facebook.com slash Pacific Northwest Polyamory. Yep. Like the page, so that way you can follow it, and you every time we do our Facebook Live videos, or if you're local to the Vancouver, Portland area, um, we do post our events and such. Yep. Or you can find us on any other social media platform that you follow that we may happen to be on. We're right. on Twitter and... Instagram. And some other stuff some places <laughs> just just look for us pacific northwest polyamory dot com <laughs> all right y'all have a wonderful night thanks for sitting in this hot water with us don't forget your towels <laughs>